everyone, welcome to our first podcast, Free uh, Devs and the Maybe. Um, we're going to record our first ever podcast series, and we're going to try and take you through some what we think are important issues, like uh, why using PHP, what languages are out there, what environments to use, and how to get started. This is going to be looking at people who have no experience whatsoever, so if you're already a PHP pro, this isn't a podcast for you. But if you like what you hear, carry on and... Uh, yeah, hopefully we're going to touch on some really good issues. So what I'd like to do first is um, introduce you to my podcast colleagues. So without further ado, uh, my first colleague is Lewis Keynes. Lewis. Good morning. Hello there. So tell me about how you got into web development. Yeah, sure. Um, well, basically, I was already in a career previously um, as a golf professional, Um up until about, I think it was the end of 2008, kind of that sort of time, and then I was made redundant and um, just decided basically to, to seek another sort of career direction and um, took a lot of time sort of thinking about that and then just decided, like, you know, I'd love to learn how to build websites. I didn't really have a clue where to start or anything like that. Um, so I just literally started getting on YouTube and just typing in, um, you know, tutorials about how to make, like, HTML pages and stuff like that. And um, it sort of just went from there um, and basically just kind of learnt more and more, got into PHP as I got further sort of along. And, um, how and did yeah, you, uh, I, how sorry, did you get into yeah. PHP? What made you think PHP is the right language? Why not .NET or, or something else? <laughs> I'll be completely honest. It was the first one I came across. And at the, at the time, I, I didn't even realise that there were others out there. So, you know, it wasn't ever a, 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 in the beginning. You know, it, it was just the first choice and the first thing that I learned. But, you know, even though I've, I've come across these other languages now, I'm still sticking with PHP because in the beginning I found it so much easier to learn. And, you know, it was easy to learn and the, the amount of material out there to help people learn is really good. Um, there's so much free content on the Internet to help people learn. So, you know, it got me to a, to a place now where I'm now into my second job and doing pretty well. So, you know, it's all gone. It's all been good. It's been good fun. Absolutely. Uh, and from my experience as well, just to let the listeners know, like um, me and Lewis worked at the first same company together and we we're from very, very similar backgrounds where uh, neither of us sort of did it at university or anything like that. We've just kind of learned ourselves and just kind of put in the uh, hard graft and, and taken it from there. Um, so, yeah, that's that's Lewis Keynes and a uh, great web developer, if I may say so myself. <laughs> well, um, thank you. My mum says so. <laughs> that's for another podcast. Um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll move on then. So um, another great guy that me and Lewis both work with, um, and he was probably the first guy that, that really sort of taught me stuff when I was working commercially uh, as a PHP web developer, is Mr. Fraser Hart. Fraser. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? A glowing introduction. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, tell us about how you got into web development. Uh, yeah, basically, kind of drifted into web development. To be honest with you, um, I never really knew what I wanted to do when I was when I was younger, and um, I, I always had an interest in computers. So I, I got myself, or not even got myself, kind of like drifted through clearing into a, a university course, which was dealing with computer networks and stuff, which I had no interest in in terms of the networking side of things. Um, and we, there was a, there was one module where we had to learn how to basically do a little bit of HTML in Notepad. Um, I kind of warmed to that a little bit, and then. On the third year of the course, it was meant to be a work placement. So I managed to get myself a job or a work placement working for a big travel company up in Manchester. 
um, as a basically just a, a web developer. So I started off earning peanuts basically, um, and then at the end of the year, rather than going back to university, they said, "Oh well, do you want to stay here and and have a full time job rather than go back to uni?" So I said, "Yeah, absolutely," because I was sick of being in debt and and I was making money. So kind of stuck up there for for about three years, yeah. and then that came to uh, a, a bit of an end when I decided that I wanted to go travelling. Uh, so I went travelling for a few years and then came back and worked in pubs for a few years. So I was actually out of development for for about four years in total, I think. Um, and then working in pubs, it was long hours and, and the money wasn't too good. Uh, so I decided to write, get myself back into web development because I did kind of miss it as well. Um, so I kind of sought out a, a junior web developer position in the town that I was working at at the time. Um, and then after a year, the company got bought out and then it was a lot of redundancies and I was one of the redundancies. Um, so luckily, a girl that I was working with there was the sister of... A guy that ran a web development agency, um, and he heard that I was looking for his job and asked me to get in touch, and that's where I, I got the job where I was working with you guys. Um, and then so I was there for, I think I was there for three years, and then decided that I wanted to go off and, and see some parts of the world again. So I went off to New Zealand and got myself a job working as a web developer down in New Zealand for a year, and then came back in December and uh, yeah, and, and working for that same agency again. Happy times, good memories. Um, I know, uh, obviously, I spoke to you about this before, but like for the people who are listening, I mean, what made you think that the web was the way for you? Obviously, you'd done uni for a bit, and you know, you probably could have gone down like the, you know, um, Java route or, or something else, some other kind of programming. What is it about the web that, that made you want to do that? So, I'm not too sure. I, th- I think it just kind of clicked with me more than more than any anything else that that I did, um, and it, it kind of came to me a lot more naturally than. Than a lot of the other aspects, um, and it's, it's something that that really kind of makes me tick is actually seeing something come together on the screen. So I, I really like the front end side of development, and I think that's kind of where, where I lean to. Yeah. Um, and it, it was just kind of exciting for me to be able to sit there and do something, and see it come it, it kind of come to form in, in front of my eyes. Yeah, sure. One of the things um, I didn't really ask Lewis, but perhaps this yeah. question for both of you really is: uh, obviously, I've you know since moved on from where we all work together. Um, now kind of just doing just back end work, which yeah. I, I love personally, you know, I, you know, I do miss the odd bit of JavaScript, but, yeah. but I think you guys are both still heavily involved in front end and back end. Is that something that you, you both feel like you prefer to do or, um, you know, do you, do you think you'll, you'll go into one particular side at one point? Um, from my point of view, I, I actually, I, 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 in the beginning and, and for a lot of it, I've, I much preferred doing the, the back-end side of things, um, sort of the PHP stuff rather than the front-end sort of HTML, CSS. But kind of I'm in a position now where every project I do, I have to focus on both anyway. So because I, you know, take, I start the website and build it right the way through. So I, I equally enjoy both. I've, I've definitely um, started to enjoy front-end a lot more than I used to because um, I think I've just kind of, sort of got more confident with it and more confident you get kind of the more the more you are able to you know produce better looking websites and you know I quite like every time I get a blank canvas to start from now it is quite exciting and you know it's a new opportunity so yeah very very equal now for me I think rather than one or the other yeah yeah I think I, I, I lean very heavily towards towards just the front end um, again it comes back to I think just the whole fact of it's nice to be able to see something come together in front of your eyes and uh, and, and put these cool little interactions and stuff like when when you go on a, a website you say oh this is cool like the way the, the background moves or the way this this toggle works and it's just kind of fun kind of yeah. emulate, not even emulating that kind of like thinking 
that looks cool. I want to build that kind of thing, and it's, it, it, it lets me lets me do that. Whereas I guess the back end to me is a bit more kind of it's a bit more hidden. It's a, a little bit less. I don't, I don't want to say a little bit less obvious. It's kind of it's not immediately apparent what you're building until further down the line. I think. Yeah, sure. I guess um, you can't really demonstrate it to to anyone that doesn't really know code, can you? So they don't really understand. All they see is the front end side of things. Yeah, and I guess so, the, 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 when you when you're developing as well, you, know, you can you get all these kind of like milestones that you hit. And I guess the milestones when you're building front end stuff is come a lot more often because you can see, oh, like this this does this now, and then this does this now. Whereas I guess the the back end is, is more of like a, a marathon rather than a, a load of little sprints. I, I guess I, I kind of yeah. Definitely. One thing I should probably say to anyone listening, because like I say, we're, we're really looking at um, this podcast reaching people who haven't done any development before or perhaps just real beginner level. So any terminology that's used that doesn't make any sense, don't be intimidated by it because we're going to like go through all this in the series. But basically front end and back end, uh, the front end is just all the stuff that makes the site look good, all the HTML, the CSS, the JavaScript, all that user experience that the user directly sees. Because the back end is the programming, the the engine that makes it work. Anything that needs to, you know, use a database, retrieve information, all that kind of stuff. So that's all that is. But I think I don't know if you guys agree, but probably like maybe ten years ago, HTML and CSS was probably something you think that you know, like a twelve year old kid could do. Whereas these days, it's just not the case. And you can literally, and that's why companies do have dedicated front end developers because it's such a complex area in itself. Um, if you want to be a master, if you want to be a brilliant front-end developer, it's probably not really possible to be both if you really mm. want to be the, the top yeah. of your game, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think... I uh, how you put the, uh, the kind of disclaimer about all the jargon and stuff. He's <laughs> <laughs> the most intelligent person on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, I guess we are missing one last developer uh, who goes by Ed the player man no, no. Um, and you? basically I should just mention about the title uh, Free Devs and the Maybe <laughs> basically Free Devs is me Lewis and Fraser and Ed is the maybe just because he's such I'm a playing. player and uh, it's, playing, it's impossible yeah. to know where he'll ever be at any one time he's going to be <laughs> with some new lady uh, just yes, yes that is the truth it's just a machine an animal um, but anyway yeah, so an introduction to Edman. Uh, again, common theme here, but we all worked at the same company at, at one point. Um, we don't anymore for reasons that we won't go into. But um, yeah, Edman is probably uh, a genius, um, great developer, and I think he's taught us all quite a lot. Um, certainly, well, we've probably taught each other something at some point or another. But um, yeah, Edman, give us an introduction to your life. Thank you for that. Uh... Um, well yeah so yeah I'm Ed Um, I've been deving deving that sounds nice I've been a software developer into software development probably for about 10 years I think Um, I started up in college where I did Pascal and Delphi which uh, were interesting and on the side Mm -hmm. we lost Ed that is awkward Right, you can cut that bit out. Oh, well, then the Yankees. Is he gone? I think so. <laughs> no, it's not the best possible start ever. Oh, well, <laughs> Ed, he's, he's where actually, you gone? He's lost connection. Oh, hang on, he's coming back. Is he's he back? back? I'm seeing the white dots where he's trying to come back. Absolutely seamless. 
Christ. I wonder if he realises he's cut out or whether we're just going to catch the end of what he's saying. But he's got a woman in his room. He's such a player that he's doing this from like an aeroplane somewhere. <laughs> oh, with heavy no women doubt. on his arm blocking his signal. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a bit where you can literally just sort of highlight this part, part of the audio and just delete it, can't you? This material's gold. This is what the listeners want. I think it's going all right so far. Yes. Anybody's telling any jokes? <laughs> Not really. Um, Lewis, you're the joke guy. I know, I can't think of one off the top of my head. We're not, we're not, this bit's not recording though, is it? It is recording, but I can get rid of it. Uh, I'll have to, I'll have to think of a joke. You know, if I'm going to put a joke out there, it's got to be good. (laughs) And I only know rubbish ones, so. Literally, what is it about? As soon as you hit record, like, the nerves kick in. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, when your mind goes blank, it's a bit scary. Yeah. Oh, I heard a noise. Oh. Is that Ed? Yeah, Ed's. He's online. Oh, I didn't know. Look at his picture as well. <laughs> <laughs> Has he got sideburns? I didn't know you were in Home Alone, Ed. <laughs> and it looks like he's got like a, one of those stringy earrings, the way the, the connection thing's going. <laughs> <laughs> he's having problems, isn't he? He looks about 12. <laughs> Ed. 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 <laughs> I just picture him throwing stuff around his room at the moment. <laughs> well, he probably there. doesn't realise. It's <laughs> still going. Still talking. <laughs> I don't know if our intro is going to last a full hour, though. I think we're on 14 minutes a minute, and there's probably about four minutes of Stuff I need to cut out where Ed's not actually. You know, something I thought actually we should have added there is the kind of um, like the first places that we came across to learn stuff. Yeah, uh, I should have mentioned like the New Boston and PHP Academy and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were both, you know, pretty much they were the two people that I used to learn. So yeah, we'll do that. As soon as we get Ed, we're playing around. As <laughs> he comes back. Oh, it's forgiven, Ed. Come on. It was just a joke. You're not a lady. <laughs> Ed? Ed? He's just showing us offline on mine. Is he? Yeah. Shows online on. <laughs> ah, online. Fantastic. Yeah, I know. What Whoa, went on? What? What, what went on? happens, right? And that's how we got into it, about <laughs> <laughs> that's um, a great story yeah. Thanks, yeah, thanks. and I feel like I'm really glad I've now got that off my chest God, I learned something there I really did so yeah. like how far into that did you get because I got just talking to my I started looking at Skype and I was like actually I'm talking to myself now <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay let's uh, well I'll cut out a load of stuff and uh, keep in the good bits but um, yeah so Ed I think you, oh, again. I think we got the bit where you you said you've been to college and you learned Pascal. Wow, that was pretty close up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so I was learning Pascal Delphi and stuff like that. But on the side, I really was interested in the web stuff and like how it was working and stuff and like you saw Facebook and MySpace and everything. And I started just doing static stuff with HTML and CSS and a bit of JavaScript, just copy and pasting stuff really, and learning some examples on forums. Um, and then I decided to do a little bit of a side project, which was making an e-commerce system, which was a bit ambitious, but 
in the end, I was like, which language do I use? I didn't really know because, I mean, Pascal and Delphi definitely weren't the languages that I was going to use for that. So I looked into some languages like Java and stuff, and I think I did a bit of, I looked into, I actually looked into Ruby as well, which was weird. But then I, I, then I, I did stay on PHP. I, I found PHP and I just loved it. I thought the barrier to entry was really nice in low, you know, you could just get on with it. I think I saw a, a, like a car, a shopping cart uh, example on a forum, and it was just a one-page thing, and I could understand it, which was nice, because when you understand something, at least then you think, oh, yeah, I can work with that. Mm. Um, and then, so, yeah, then I built this e-commerce system, really, with in PHP, and it was, it was nice. I mean, it was, looking back at it, it's pretty crappy, but it was nice to be able to think you could actually do that, and you can actually release that online, and anyone in the world can see it and use it and stuff like that. It felt pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, but then I went off to uni and uh, did went into Java and C sharp and all that funky stuff. But I always stuck with PHP as like a little just my side playing around with things because I always liked just making little projects on the web and stuff. And PHP was just such a nice language to be able to pick up, do some stuff, and go back to those other languages. Um, and I actually did my project dissertation on comparing PHP with a couple couple of the languages as well um, in the web uh, application like domain which was quite cool. I still actually then enjoyed PHP the most. Yeah. What, uh, were, the, what were the other sorry. languages? Hmm? What were the other languages? Uh, I, I did Ruby and a bit of Python as well. Okay. And, uh, I mean, I, I, they all got their merits, and PHP definitely is not a great language in itself, but it's just the fact that you can just get stuff for the web done. I was going to say, there's a lot more setup process, right, if you're using Python or Ruby. Yes. Yeah, PHP is great because it has it has web in line at first. I mean, that's what PHP was made for, personal homepage. It was made for the web to get stuff done on the web, which is great. Yeah. yeah. As web developers, that's exactly what you want. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, so then I went for a web job, after uni, after graduating there, and um, yeah, that's when I met all you guys. Uh, did that for a year and a half-ish. Again, working in PHP and a bit of classic ASP on the side. Language. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then I did some freelance stuff. And then I decided, well, I decided when I was in the job to do a master's, and I was like, well, I might do some freelance stuff beforehand. Then I go, and now I'm doing a master's in computing because I just love education that much, and. Uh, that's back to the Java game and stuff, and everyone laughing at PHP, which was always fun. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I think, you know, I don't want to tell people what to do, but um, for me, it's a no-brainer that if you want to get into web, that PHP is the language to use. It's, you know, it's going to be there for a long time. Uh, it is easy, well, not easy to use. If you're starting, you know, it takes a little bit of learning, but compared to other languages, it's it's the way to go. And the resources think- out there are... Uh, are endless and free as well. Yeah, sorry, that was one thing that we said we were going to talk about actually was like some of the resources that people use when they started out. So I think, Lewis, you had a few like good ones. Um, yeah, the three main ones, I suppose. When I when I first started um, learning, I did exclusively sort of through YouTube, just literally typing in HTML, CSS, PHP, etc. Um, for for starting out with HTML and CSS, I came across um, a lady whose Twitter handle I think is to create a website, um, and she she sort of really really well outlined sort of the basics of CSS and got me started well there. Um, and then as I went on, my main PHP learning was through the New Boston. Um, is there's loads of tutorials by the New Boston on YouTube, and the guy um, Bucky that does it is just brilliant. He's really funny and engaging and 
you know, sometimes, you know, you switch onto a tutorial when you're bored within three seconds and you turn it off. Um, with the new Boston tutorials, you know, there's, they're quite entertaining as well. So I, I found that was perfect for learning. And then um, PHP Academy, which um, the guy Alex on there explains things really, really clearly um, and breaks it all down. Um, and yeah, through, through those through those sort of three, I was able to learn everything I needed to learn from scratch to, to actually get a job. So, you know, I can't recommend those guys enough, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. What about uh, you, T, Fraser, yeah. Ed? I, I basically, I, I speak wonders of, of W3 schools, and every time I mention that yeah. to anyone, I was like, oh, W3 schools, this is the worst thing on the planet. Like, I wrote a blog post about how to get into web development, and then uh, and I mentioned on there that, oh, yeah, I, I use W3 schools quite heavily, um, and then the backlash was just insane. <laughs> <laughs> it made me hate every single person on the internet. Because it, and, and I do agree with what they're saying. Like, some of the information is not not. Com- not a hundred percent great, and it's not the most up to date resource in the world. But as far as I know, there's not a, another centralized resource out there that you can go to and, and you can pick up every bit of the basics that you need to. It's and so that was that was a big place for me. Um, and then going forward, as as I got more and more into it and stuff, um, basically Stack Overflow is is just the holy grail. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just the most fantastic place on the internet to learn yeah. web development. I think. Yeah. And I suppose it's not in terms of if you wanted to do courses or anything, but if there's a specific thing you want to know about, yeah. there's like someone's already asked it, or if no one's already asked the question that you want to know the answer to, you can ask the, answer, ask the question, and then you'll have an answer within two minutes. Yeah, I, I joined Stack Overflow this week, and I posted two questions on there, and within literally three minutes of both of those, I had a response from someone. I thought that was amazing. It is just, it's unbelievable. It's fantastic. Yeah. I guess one thing we should mention, because certainly I know uh, someone who Ed knows, um, she had an experience with Stack Overflow this week where I think it was like the first thing she put on and literally she put a question and within like 10 minutes, like you were saying, Fraser, like she had just basically the whole internet community just slagging her off left, right, centre. <laughs> oh, yeah. Late yeah. Disclaim, definite disclaimer needed with yeah. Stack Overflow, isn't there? Yeah. And the only thing I would say to like... Stack Overflow, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the thing, but, you know, I say to anyone who's like starting off, like, yeah, Stack Overflow is the holy grail. It's brilliant but just be warned that you know the the open source community and a lot of developers out there they're they're brilliant they'll give you all the help they possibly can but there is quite a few out there that if they think your question's stupid uh which it won't be you know there's no such thing as a stupid question if you're starting out but they will sometimes go to town so just be warned well, they're hiding behind a keyboard so they'll yeah, exactly. say anything they want and it's probably an eight-year-old kid in america who's already got three degrees but um yeah. <laughs> just don't take it personally and just move on and like certainly when you're learning you know things that probably should take five minutes take you four hours but at least once you've learned it you've learned it and you know you move on and that's how it goes but uh but yeah stack overflow is is awesome uh what about you ed man i guess you learned a bit at college or did you- yeah so i mean that that's quite you know having that behind me definitely is a bonus but online resources i mean just googling stuff is amazing and then like as fraser said you know stack overflow will come up but yeah. For, for 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 actual course, I mean, Tubes Plus. I can't recommend that enough. Yeah, I really yeah. can't. Yeah, the I'm content on there is just. I mean, Jeffrey Way is such a good teacher of, you know, oh, what you need for web plug. development. That it is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think uh, Lewis, you've got an account, haven't you, with Tubes Plus as well? I have actually. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, and it's I just have, I should have dropped them in from the beginning. Actually, I've also used them right the way along. And to be honest, they're pretty much my main source now. Um, Everything I learned, I kind of go through touch 
Yeah. They're so up to date and they've got all the series, you know, you, I, I think they do have a PHP starting PHP uh, podcast, uh, not podcast, you know, video series. And, yeah. They got basics it, for everything. Yeah. And, and then you go up, progress up and everything. And they're just really, really well written, really thoroughly thought out. And yeah, I, I can't recommend them enough. I'd have to, uh, back up Fraser though. Uh, uh, w three schools. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, no, I, I, yeah. I don't understand like how it gets. Some, yeah, and then there's like W three Fools website, right? That's and, all Irish, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but I, I genuinely think if you're just starting out, it's a great source of information. I mean, even for classic ASP now, it's a good source. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's how I learned it when I was back in the web. Yeah, that job is. Yeah, well, I learned HTML and CSS through there, and like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's been absolutely valuable, but. Apparently, there's a handful of people on the internet that don't like it, so I'm an idiot. <laughs> how how up to date is it? I don't know. You know, how, is it? Does it have uh, CSS three and five? Has yeah, five? I'm sure it, it does. does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's got so much hate. Then, I, yeah, it's learn. Apparently, there's uh, on that W three Falls website. I think they point, they point out a number of inaccuracies and stuff. But it's like there's thousands and thousands of pages there's going to be inaccuracies like there's spelling mistakes in every book that's, that's out yeah, there yeah exactly yeah I guess that's the other one I mean for me when I was learning PHP I, I learned from a book and I did find that quite helpful because because it's structured and it takes you from what it thinks you should learn first right through to the more advanced stuff whereas if you're just learning yourself with the web unless you're following a series if you're just randomly trying to work out how to do things you can learn in an unstructured way and you might be doing things that you okay, you get it done, but you don't actually understand how yeah. it's how it's working. Oh, so. can I actually? There's one other thing I would mind saying. Go for uh, it. Mozilla Developer Network. Yeah, that's another good one, and that one actually has it's quite nice. It's a Wikified version of W3 Schools kind of where yeah. the content is always updated, and you can update it yourself. And that that I found really good for HTML stuff. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. I've never come across that. I'll check that out. Are you guys picking up any audio problems here? It keeps cutting out on me a little bit. No. I thought you cut out a minute ago, Lewis, because it parts. seemed like you were mid-sentence and you just stopped, and I was like... Yeah, you, you and Ed both, like, in the middle of when you've been speaking, the, the sound has cut off slightly, so hopefully really? it'll be all right. Ooh. Are we going to have show notes to... I was thinking these? about this. We are supposed to provide show notes, yes. Yes, so if I copy these all into the thing, at least then we've got... Oh, that would be awesome, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. What's that? That site that you talk about, Fraser? That like mums. dot com or something? Oh yeah, <laughs> mums. dot com. <laughs> what's that like thing you get? Like uh, the, the classic ASP. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's um. Some look. <laughs> that definitely needs to go in the uh, show notes. <laughs> Is it mums choice? Dot no. Fuck. Um. Sorry. That's good. Ah. That was- Oh, uh, you there? Hello. Hello. Ah, uh, yeah. Back now. Yeah, it went completely silent. Can hear anyone? Really? Yeah. This is going to be a great podcast. I can tell. <laughs> we won't. We won't know. Teething problems. Hear it. Just teething problems. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is the nature of the internet, isn't it? You know, it doesn't. You know, it's it doesn't do what you want it to do. <laughs> it, it, it can be frustrating at times. It's IE. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Rule number one: IE is rubbish. Yeah, I think it's not the only browser out there. Let's leave the listeners out of the IE stuff for a little while. (laughs) (laughs) Learn that. Not on its website at all. Um, Mums. (laughs) That's going to bring you back to (laughs) dodgy results. 
I just googled Mom Classic ASP. Uh, <laughs> well, how about you, Mickey? How did you get into it? I don't think we've actually asked you. Well, yeah. So yeah. I kind of like learned with you know like the basic you know build a HTML CSS um, <laughs> website, and um, from there on I was kind of hooked. I really really loved the web it was just it was just like a hobby for me really enjoyed it and then the next step i spoke to a guy who was like he just finished his computer science degree and he was like yeah he should, he should learn php and give me his book and um it was a pretty daunting book at first i was thinking you know this this looks pretty scary but i kind of just kept working through and you know it took me ages to get through that book you know looking at it now you'd think oh that's easy but it was just at the time like if you've never seen a programming language before you just think, what the hell? What's going on? But, you know, I just kind of persevered through that. Just it was your first it. language as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd never really touched anything else. I don't, um, I don't think about that point they even played with JavaScript or anything like that, so I was completely unfamiliar with, you know, any kind of if syntax, if-else statements, all, all that kind of stuff, arrays, just nothing. I had no knowledge, but just kind of cracked on with that, kept on going, kept on going, and then... Um, as you know, like my background, um, I, I did a history and politics degree and then kind of ended up in car rental, worked my way up and, you know, I was doing okay for myself, but I just hated what I did. And um, for me, it was like a no brainer. I just, I wanted to work in web development, but, you know, I had to get in as a junior, as you guys know, and, uh, you know, I had to literally take a massive pay cut to do it. But you know, I'd encourage anyone who out there is in the same situation where they hate their job. Just you know, life is way too short to to be miserable. Just if, if web development is what you want to do, then you know, there's lots of agencies who will take on people who've learned it in their, their spare time. Don't think that you have to have all these amazing qualifications. If you can prove you know what you're doing, then you know you will get a job at a, an agency and you can work your way up from there. And and certainly, if you if you're committed to learning and you you know you'll do well and you'll you'll move up and the pay will get better and all the rest. But I guess starting out is tough as a junior web developer. Absolutely, I'd, I'd yeah. like to reiterate that as well because I think there's from from seeing what people post on things like Reddit and, and the various forums and stuff, people seem very intimidated by web development. And, yeah. and even to me, like I've been in it for six or seven years, and it's still quite an intimidating thing to me. But you get a lot of people that <clears throat> that don't think they're they're good enough to to start applying for jobs. But there's yeah. there's such a demand out there for web developers. Yeah, and if you've got HTML and CSS, or even if you know the basics and you can show a willing to learn, then I think you're absolutely in a position where you can put yourself out there to agencies to yeah to to try and get yourself a junior role because yeah agencies don't want to don't want to task their their main or their senior developers on the little text changes that every agency has to do handfuls of those every single every single day, and um, so a lot of them are going to be looking for for junior developers that they can then mould into into exactly the kind of developers they want at a, 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 a relatively low cost to themselves. That's uh, exactly so, it. Yeah, yeah. so I think as, as soon as you've got the basics and you show that that you've got a dedication to learn and you've got an interest in it, then absolutely put yourself out there, start throwing CVs out and contacting agencies, and I'd be very surprised if, if you found that you couldn't get a job. Yeah, I completely agree. And the other thing yeah. is, you know, for anyone who's like, you know, maybe they're in a well-paid job and they're thinking, well, I, I can't really afford to do this. Like, I, I challenge them, push them to do it because... Okay, you're taking a pay cut, but you're starting a new career. And the thing is, all that learning you've done in your spare time is going to be so insignificant to what you're going to learn when you're working with other web developers. You know, the amount of stuff you will learn from other people is is insane. And you'll learn quick as well. 
I mean, like, phrase. I remember, like, showing you that first site I did. And, uh, I mean, like, everything was absolutely positioned. And, you know, you, yeah. just, you just came in and just basically deleted it and uh, started again. Yeah. But, like, you know, that was – I from that point on, like, you know, everything I did was, like, floated, positioned. And, you know, and that, yeah. that learning experience I had was – that first six months was huge. Like, felt like I'd been hit by a train or something. Yeah. It was just – the amount of knowledge I got out of that was was insane. And the thing is, you can you can work your way up really quick in, in web if you if you keep learning, and, you know, spend all your time learning, you can do really well and work your way up. So that is my story in a nutshell, I guess. So have we still got Lewis. We've got sound problems. No, yeah, I'm I'm here, but uh, again, I lost you. Got. <clears throat> Lost sound. I didn't want to yeah, say anything because, uh, in case you guys were still, you could hear, hear each other. But I lost you for about fifteen <laughs> seconds there. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. It just keeps keeps cutting. That's really weird. Cool. And now the, the final record might be all right. You know, never know. I'm just playing around on W3 schools, and it's not bad at all. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not bad. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's not bad at all. I don't know why people hate it. It's got everything. Yeah, that's the thing you can go there. Everything you need. I, d- I don't hate it. I've, I've certainly used it a lot, but I, I went down the YouTube road because I like to watch videos and actually hear people talking about it. Yeah, that was that was my. You know, everyone has a different learning style, I suppose, don't they? And that was that's definitely mine. Yeah, to to watch videos and hear people speaking rather than rather than reading. Reading's brilliant, I find for for reference and stuff. Yeah, but uh, actually, yeah, for, that's a good point. Actually, for yeah, me personally, learning something from scratch definitely watching videos and listening to help you know to people speak and then also you can obviously see what they're doing on the screen and following real time and stuff yeah so. no, i think you're absolutely right I, i'm like I said, i'm the same way like i, I definitely learn more if I, if I have someone explaining it to me because if it's just in a book it doesn't really mean a lot to you you're kind of following the it's like you're like baking a cake or something and you're reading it from the recipe okay you're doing it but if you've got someone there teaching you, showing you how to do it, kind of it just sinks in more, I think. So, and probably when I started out, there wasn't the resources that there is now. Like, like you say on YouTube and everything, that's just um, it's just loads, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know if that's uh, that wraps up for introductions, or is there anything like you guys think we should we should discuss? For, uh, no, for, I think that's it for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, no worries. Did you want to go down anything on your on your list, Mike? Or yeah, that sounds good. I think um, if everyone's happy with like personal introductions and stuff, and yeah, no, absolutely, uh, personal enough for me. Yeah, I just wrap up that <laughs> intro just by saying I think the key thing is like just don't be intimidated by anything. Just just get in there, do it, get stuck, spend five hours trying to do something that take three minutes. That should take three minutes, and just learn. Just keep learning, keep pushing yourself, and you you know you'll get there. So um, it's, it's a fun learning curve as well. It really is. Exactly. You know, yeah. Every every new thing you learn is is exciting. Yeah. And 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 even now, you know, web development. You definitely. I don't think you ever stop learning, do you? There's no, 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 it's no, never no. something that you're going to get bored of. Exactly. That is as long the, as you enjoy it, obviously. Yeah, it's a great thing about our industry that you know how many jobs have we all had where like you just you're not learning stuff. Like you, uh, in this industry, you will always be learning stuff because the clients' requirements always change. The internet's always changing. It's it's just a great job to keep you know if you want to keep expanding your skill set and uh, and ultimately you know you know perhaps not everyone's money minded but if you want to earn more money the more stuff you know the more money you can you can make so yeah plus one on that 
Plus one. You're all about the money, Ed, the player man. Oh, no. <laughs> cha uh, Cool. So, um, introduction's done. So, I think... What is PHP? What is PHP? Who wants to field this one? Ed. Ed. Thanks, man. Put those girls down. Go on. Um, can, can I uh, actually something that I think we missed out, which I think might need a bit of clarifying as well? Yeah, go for it. Um, a lot of people think that web development is web design, don't they? Yes. And it's very, very. People when there's people say like, "What do you do?" I'm a web, I'm a web dev, I'm a web developer. Yeah. They think I mean design. Yeah. Rather than the actual code. So this is this is purely about the coding side of things, not not actual using Photoshop, designing websites or anything like that. Yeah, we probably should have mentioned that at the beginning of the podcast. Um, oops. <laughs> Sorry to anyone that's now leaving us. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is a really important point to make, actually, because when I, when I was applying for jobs, I kept applying for web designer jobs. I was thinking, yeah. why am I not getting anywhere? You know, I didn't have a portfolio or anything like that. But you're absolutely right. Like, you know, we're, we're talking web development. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, Ed Mann. Yo. What okay. is PHP? So, uh, PHP. Well, it originally stood for personal homepage because it originally was just a simple couple of Perl scripts, which uh, Rasmus, I can't remember his surname, he he decided that he wanted to make some things for the web and it was just a couple of scripts that he used to make it easier. Hang on. So you didn't make PHP? Uh, I almost did. Almost. Cool. Okay. But it was 95 and I was six and, you know, I was a little bit, you know, preoccupied. But yes, uh, now now because now it's a professional language, obviously they don't want to put personal homepage. It's now called PHP Hypertext Preprocessor, I think. Yeah, which is a recursive al- um, acronym on itself. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why people need to know this, but it's just always nice for trivia. Yeah, um, but yeah, so PHP it's a dynamic language, which means you do not have to write any types, which is great. And again, that will probably be confusing. Meaning you don't have to say, oh, this is, has to be a string. You know, you can just say this is a variable, this is a placeholder, just chuck, you know, anything in there you want. And also you can, it's weekly type, meaning you can chuck things around saying, oh, where I need a double, I can actually use an int in place and stuff like that, and it will convert the types for you. Um, it's an interpreted language, which is lovely for starting off. Interpreted languages are great because an interpreted language, you write it, you can literally have the browser open or a command open, line open on one side of the window, You've got your text editor in one and the other, and you just save the file and you run the file. And you don't have to worry about compiling all the things and everything like that, which can take time, be confusing. You can just see the results immediately. Um, and that's another thing with PHP. Because PHP is so well integrated into uh, things like Apache um, for its module, uh, mod PHP and stuff, you can easily get a, a, a web server set up locally just using MAMP or WAMP or something like that. That allows you then to just have that quick developer, quick um, feedback loop, which is what you really want when you're learning. You don't want to have to go through all these steps like uh, Java and everything where you have to have an IDE, which is like, oh, IDE is just ideas. It's just a big text editor that's got all these complicated things that you don't want and you don't need for simple ideas. Um, and another thing with PHP is you just PHP scripts. You just have to start off with a, a lower uh, a lower brackets. A question mark and then PHP and then you just can write all the scripts you want in there you don't have to worry about all this boilerplate or anything like that you can just start coding which is great awesome yeah I guess uh, 
one thing I just had to that just to explain really what PHP is that you know if people don't really know much about computers how they work and stuff you know ultimately the way the machine code works is just you know lots of zeros and ones it's, it works out what it's trying to do for you but PHP it like most languages it's, it enables a user to write something in that that's understandable to a human that then we can pass it to the computer and then it interprets it and and turns out something that's nice and pretty on your on your screen but that's um, basically what it does. Um, I think you've answered about 10 of my questions in one there, so I've just used up about half an hour's material, but but it was a good, solid answer. Um, it was, I guess yeah. one of the things we kind of covered, but it'd be good to go through again, uh, I'll feel this one to Lewis, like, you know, why do we need PHP? Why can't we just stick at HTML and CSS? Um. Yeah, definitely. Well, for me, because well, I mean, you could do that, but uh, you'd end up making a website that had about has about fifty or or a hundred pages in it. And the beauty of using PHP is that you can, you know, you can like Ed said, it's a dynamic language. So, you know, with like maybe three files, you can make a you know a really big website. You know, it's uh, once you've learned the basics of, of HTML and CSS, it's the next logical step to uh, to make you know to be able to work faster. I think definitely. Sounds good. Does that, does that kind of answer? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, the point I was trying to get to, I guess, is that, you know, if you're building a, a website, you know, anything like e-commerce or anything like that, or anything where you need to start, you know, a members club or something like that, you, you, you need PHP. Oh, of course, a, yeah. A, and a database, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that covers that one. Um, I think I'll put it here, you know, it might be a little bit too much for like the first week, but just to explain, like for anyone who's thinking, uh, you know, oh, my friends do Java. What's the difference between Java and PHP? Well, basically, Java isn't primarily a web language. It could be used for the web. You could there's tools out there to allow you to do that. But but the difference is, like Ed was saying, it's an interpreted language. So when you execute a page, it, it runs through that script, interprets it, and puts it onto your page. Whereas things like Java, you're actually programming. Um, and when you when you sort of finish or got to the point where your program should be, you actually what do what they call compiling, and that actually your code is then interpreted at that point and it's all stored and saved. So then when the person runs the program, it's all good to go. I mean that's a really horrific explanation of what a compiled language is. <laughs> Ed Man, would you like to do that in English? That'd be better. No, no, that's fine. No, it's just it's just that intermediate step, you know, that you have yeah. to write the code, compile it, then run it. With yeah. an interpreted language, you just write the code and run it. Yeah. And that just makes the feedback look so much nicer when you're first starting off because you just want simple things. You just want it to be simple. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good things about having a compiler, and there definitely is. But for this type of thing, especially in the web game, with small sites and just starting off, you do just want to have that quick feedback loop of being able to be like, oh, yeah, that's what went wrong and stuff like that in the browser. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Fraser. Yes. Question for you. Um, yeah, I was just thinking maybe, um, you know, we touched on like how PHP is used if we have like a, a, a members club or something like or e-commerce, that kind of stuff. Um Perhaps it'd be good just to explain like how PHP does that and how it interacts with a database and that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, basically, you're on, you're on your web server, you'll have a, a, an SQL server or you'll have a, a database server, and basically you use PHP to interact with the with the database server. So most of your interactions in terms of your members club are going to be with, with the database. So in terms of validating, you'll store all your users and your password, all your hash passwords in your, in your database. So 
it's a case of taking the user input and then and then kind of using that to, to interact with the server and with the the, the database to, to get but basically to pull the results back and to, to get the information that you want that you can then mold that information into into what you want to display on the front end. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I guess we should stress here that okay, we're we're now going on to another thing we're talking about databases, which you know potentially you know there's there's experts out there whose just job is just database management or, or whatever. But in this context, you know, for the web, um, you know, we should stress that you you can learn this really quickly. Um, the, the most common database that people use, MySQL database, is completely free to use. Um, and it's it's quite easy. Uh, all you're doing is storing lots of values in a table, and you can basically say what what type of the value is. So if you know it's going to be a number, you can set it as a uh, as a number field, or if it's a text field, all that kind of stuff. It's it's really basic. So don't anyone be intimidated by that. Um, like Microsoft Excel for websites, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a really good example. So. Um, but uh, that brings us on to another point is, you know, there's probably a lot of people out there asking, you know, what's this going to cost them to start learning web development? So I think um, the important thing to stress is if you want to get into web development, you don't have to spend any money at all. Mm. I mean, uh, really embarrassing, but like when I started out, like I didn't know about local <laughs> environments and I, I think I spent something like £200 on web hosting for like two years or something. <laughs> Just absolutely no. horrendous, but yeah, I don't know. But perhaps we could, uh, yeah. I mean, just really to stress, you know, you, you don't need to spend any money at all. Um, perhaps you guys could talk about MAMP and WAMP and all that kind of jazz. Yeah, if anyone wants to, uh, uh, I, I don't mind filling filling in here. Uh, basically, um, I, I use MAMP on my Mac, um, and the reason I use that is because I followed a tutorial to try and set a, a patch up on, on my Mac, and it didn't work. So someone told me about MAMP, and I've been using it ever since. Um, and it's, it's absolutely perfect for me. Um, it's really easy to set up. There's a free version and a paid version. I'm on the paid version now, but the, the free version, if you start it now, will be absolutely more than you need anyway. Um, so you just go to, I think it's on, is it MAMP.com? Uh, head over there, download the... Download the MAMP software initially, you install it, and then you tell it where to point to for your home directory. So if you've been, or if you want to start developing in, in say, documents for slash my website, if you want to start developing there, you just point MAMP to there, and then you go to localhost, colon, 8888 in your web browser, and then that will show you the results of your website, and that's literally all you need to do. Awesome. Uh, just to confirm, that's mamp.info if anyone wants to use that. I don't know about WAMP. I'm just checking that out. But um, yeah, Ed, you've got experience with uh, you've got a tutorial on setting up a local environment on your Mac. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of good feedback from that from a certain person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your website, Ed? Just so people can go and see it. Uh, edman.com. Uh, legendary site. I'll put all our websites on the oh, uh, show yeah. notes people but yeah i, I can't uh, mamp and wamp are great uh wamp like uh, WAMP, the difference between wamp and mamp is just because of the operating system so it's and there's also lamp so you've got mamp which is mac apache mysql and php or perl you've got wamp which is just windows apache mysql php or perl and then you've also got lamp which is linux apache mysql and php or perl um yeah, they are absolutely great to start off locally. You can show your friends then, you know, and when you feel great, you know, good enough, confident enough to put it online, you can 
you can get some cheap hosting anywhere, really. I mean, there's so many good hosts that you can just FTP or SSH um, upload it all in there. Upload, too, sorry. And then you can eventually go down the route of maybe setting up your own server and stuff like that. But then that comes later. You can just use these web hosts that are pretty cheap and pretty reliable, actually. Absolutely, yeah. But you, you shouldn't be forking out any money when you're signed out. No point. No point at all. Yeah. Um, I guess another thing that you touched upon before, Ed, and I guess everyone's got their own opinions on this, but, and again, I, this is something where you could, you could incur costs, but, um, editors, choices. Editors, are we really going to go down that religious debate? I, th- now, I think we, we should, because, you know, most people probably don't have anything and have no idea what to, to use. We all use the same thing, don't we? We do now, I think. I well, to be fair, I have to use Dreamweaver at work. Just don't oh. don't get me started. But um, in fairness, I was using Dreamweaver until about two years ago. Um, yeah. So I've, yeah, I've had about about six years on Dreamweaver, but I've, I've changed over to Sublime recently, and it's well, I'll say recently in the last couple of years, and it's just perfect. Mm. Well, you should, you should that. pay for it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that. The thing with Dreamweaver is it you do have to pay for it, obviously, if you want to get it legally. Um, and it's not cheap. Um, and that's the problem. And, and it just gives you so much stuff that you don't need. Like, and if you're starting out as a, you know, junior developer, you want to be learning how to do clean, nice code. I don't think Dreamweaver is the way forward. If, if that's what you want, I think sublime text is, is great. But, um, I guess the other options out there are notepad plus plus, which is fine, does the job right, but um, I think it's important to learn how to code these things from scratch, isn't it? Rather than yeah. rather than using like a WYSIWYG editor to make a to make a website page. In its, in its defence, I, I when I first started out, when I was using Dreamweaver, I thought it was really good in terms of you could you could draw something. I know it puts out horrible, horrible, horrible code, but you can get a feel for for what's actually going on behind the scenes and stuff because kind of like you can draw what you want in the WYSIWYG, and then it will show you the code. Immediately, and it will give you a good starting point in terms of that. But obviously, it's, it's it's a very, very kind of basic rudimentary thing to be doing. But it's it's a good thing to do if you've got no idea as to as to what to start on and what have you. Um, so I I I'd recommend staying away from it. But I did get a lot of, a lot of benefit for it in my early days. But yeah, I, it's strange this sublime text these days. I find that the autocomplete in Dreamweaver is really good as well. I mean, that's what you get in a lot of the IDEs, which yeah. is great for learning things because it allows you just to understand what a function does by typing a couple of characters. Yeah. I wouldn't really class that as cheating either because I think it, you do have a lot of weird functions in PHP and, every, and all these languages, to be fair. Um, and it's yeah. kind of nice just to have that support to be like, oh, yeah, I know what that function is, just hit an enter, and you've got the function up with the definition, and you can just work yeah. out what the parameters are. The whole needle and haystack thing is... a. Uh, yeah, that's one of those. That's true. Yeah, it's a really good point, actually. About the other thing that that was pretty fantastic because you could have, for uh, instance, if you if you were using a framework, it would scan all your, the whole framework files. It's a hugely hugely bloated bit of software, but it, it's it's really good for what it does. And um, and then so it will scan all your files and then it will pick up all the functions. So if you decide that you want to use a function which is in a file in your in your models directory. Um, and you can't remember what parameters you need to pass to it. Will it will pass? It will give you the basically the, the placeholder for how you need to call that with the, the parameters already filled in. So it saves a lot of kind of switching back and forth between different files to see what you need to be what you need to be doing. Um, but uh, like I say, it's, it's 
it's a very bloated bit of software, and I got rid of it just because it was really stolen on, on my machine. But yeah, I guess the other thing to mention is the error indications, which you don't get in Sublime. Yes. Uh, other than maybe colouring, but you know, in Dreamweaver, if you're learning, I guess that is a really useful tool. Uh, especially like when we were coding classic ASP, you know, it's just, it's, it's a hard language to spot where you've made a mistake. I think sometimes yeah. uh, classic ASP. So if you've got Dreamweaver that's giving you a nudge and saying, look, this line, that is quite helpful. Yeah. Um, so I think the next thing I've got on was like, and again, we've, we've kind of covered it a little bit, but talking about prerequisites, like what you should know before getting into web development. Yes. Turn the computer on. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it. To be honest, I mean, so you're on a hand that have seen a website before, so yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. And then get, get cracking with HTML, and then get a job. <laughs> it is really that simple, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's not it just no, no, it costs your time. It's a great, great yeah. hobby to have in that respect, isn't it? You can spend hours, and it's not not going to cost you a penny. No, so. no, 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 not at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess for me, like, certainly I don't know if I want to be in web in, in 10 years time, but certainly I don't regret anything because if you learn a web language, if you learn PHP, puts you in such good stead to then learn other languages. Like, um, you know, like I'm learning Java at the moment. It's, you know, if you understand the basics of the language, then you will be able to do other languages. And, and certainly for like me and Lewis, like when we started our last company, uh, I think pretty much like our first websites, we were told to build a site in Classic ASP and we'd yeah. never touched the language in our lives. <laughs> um, and I'm not defending language, it's horrible, horrible. But, you know, be, having that PHP knowledge meant that at least we could try and do it. We might have produced an absolute mess, but, you know, at least, you know, we understand the basics. If you understand uh, if statements, you know, while loops, for loops, they exist in pretty much every language if not all languages, right? So um, the opportunities, you know, once you've you've been a web developer for a while, you, there's nothing to stop you branching into something else. And, you know, who knows where the web's going to be in, in 10 years' time, maybe. Or who knows where apps are going to be in 10 years' time? Mm, that's but a good one. Certainly, you know, if you've learned PHP, if you decide you want to become an app developer, you know, it's, it's not going to be a huge leap, I guess. Any thoughts or comments? I've never designed or developed an app, so I can't oh, no, that me, me, that's, that's, that's still a few years off for me. It's something that definitely I want, I want to go into one day, but um, I'm still I'm still very much you know focused on PHP and websites and stuff at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I thought you started one, Fraser. Yeah, I was working on one just through PhoneGap, um, but it wasn't using the the the, the uh, conventional app development. <laughs> I guess that obviously yeah. app, apps would be on the scope of this podcast, but I guess the point yeah. I'm making is that you know if you've learned PHP and yeah. you've played around with languages, and you can quite happily hop along to another one. You know yeah. the, the differences are usually minimal, um, so it's it's a great starting job to get into if you know IT is or computer science is what you want to do as a career. I guess, yeah. So, is there anything else that we've not covered like today is like as part of an introduction to web development? You can um, just install WAMP or MAMP and have a little play. Go on yeah. YouTube. You could be like, by next week, you people have to have done this. 
or we will come to your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about the importance, you know, like everyone's talking about HTML5 at the moment. How important do you think it is for, for people now who are just starting to learn to make sure that they're learning HTML5? I mean, the differences are subtle, I guess, at the beginning. Yeah, it's so tough, isn't it? Because you have that whole XHTML thing and so strict. I mean, to be honest, I think you should either learn, you can learn five or four or maybe XHTML. I mean, they're all really, you can go between the lot. Yeah. Which is quite nice. And I, I don't think it's worth confusing it by putting a version or a, a type on it because I think yeah. it's, just, it's probably worth just saying learn HTML because mm. HTML is pretty transferable. All you, all you really doing is, is adding a forward slash if you use an HTML, XHTML on the end of all your standard stuff and there's not a, a huge amount of other differences that you need to be concerned about, I don't think. I think um, you're right. And, and HTML5 is just another bucket load of, of features that you can that you can use as opposed to a, a completely separate thing in itself. So I think it's, yeah, I think it's probably worth the saying, yeah, learn HTML, learn HTML, sorry, learn HTML. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess like if you're starting as well, this is probably not good advice actually, but just literally that you don't even worry about any of that stuff. Literally just get your basic tags, HTML, close off your HTML and just, just echo out some text to start off with, just see how it works. And then, you know, I, just get get your hello world script out there to, and then just start playing with it and then start thinking about you know the intricacies of what version of html to use the different you know tags you can use all that kind of stuff but again it's another thing that probably people hear and they think well i've just learned html4 what's going on am i supposed to be learning html5 but i guess the important thing is don't worry about it just just do whatever just, yeah. I've just got one thing to say, actually. Uh, I've just found online on Tutes Plus, they're actually dead 30 days to learn HTML and CSS, and it's free. Oh, that's awesome. So put that in the show notes. That is That would be a very good place to go. Definitely. The best like thing about that is, so you know it's going to be good. Well, the best thing is about that is the, in, in the introduction video, obviously, Jeffrey Ray, the more you get into web development, you'll come across his name because he's, he's all over sort of Twitter and tutorials and stuff like that. And in the very first video here, he, you know, he's literally like, once upon a time, I'd never ever made a website before, and you know, makes you realise that everyone was at that stage once, and he yeah. literally goes right from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, really good course that one, Ed. That's yeah, I'd definitely course. say just go through this course. I'm just looking through it; it's got everything you need to start. It really does. Yeah. And then get a job. And then get a job, <laughs> and then get really rich. Actually, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I might as well, might as well put it out there, but. If if anyone does learn that thirty days to HTML and CSS, get in touch with me because we're looking to hire some juniors. So if anybody who is listening to this um, is looking for a job, get through that, prove that you can do it, and then get in touch with me through my website, and then uh, we'll see what we can do. See, that is a great podcast. We give advice and we offer jobs. That is Absolutely. just the whole the whole pizza. Yeah, sense. but I guess um, you know a couple of things to kind of close up with is. A, I'll go through what the other episodes we're going to cover are so people got a heads up. But also just literally, if it's what you want to do, again, stress, don't get intimidated, don't be intimidated, and just get yourself really um, engulfed in the whole culture. Like, listen to as many podcasts as you can. You won't understand half of them. You Like, you know, maybe you'll listen to a podcast and you understand one minute of it, but at least it's an extra one minute that you, you know, an extra bit of knowledge you've taken in. That's um, a good point. Who, what podcast do people recommend? Oh. I listen to Shop Talk is my is my go to one. Um, it's very front endy, um, but that's what I'm into. Um, it's just quite a, quite an entertaining one. It's a weekly one. It's done by Chris is it Chris Coyer. Chris, uh, Chris Coyer, yeah, really good. The guy's the guy's best tricks, guy. 
Uh, and I've been listening to the Laravel one as well because, um, well, since since I met Ed, I've been getting into Laravel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really like Laravel. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just a really well put together podcast. And it's even though I, I don't understand a lot of the stuff they talk about on there, but it's just, just a, a really enjoyable podcast. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, the one I like, and it's kind of off topic slightly, is, is .NET Rocks. Uh, yes. Okay, I know it's not PHP, but a lot of the principles, like I say, the programming principles of you know making clean code, not repeating your code, all the good stuff that you want to practice as a developer, as a programmer, you know, you'll pick up in that podcast. Don't get bogged down with the language; just get learn about the principles that they're talking about. And I think those guys do a pretty good, pretty mean podcast. I think another one I'd recommend, and uh, it's from our friend Philly, uh, PHP Town Hall. Philly. <laughs> Good old Philly, you know, <laughs> Philly Sturgeon. Um, yeah, that's not a bad podcast, actually, but I think probably a bit too... I mean, it's, it's just nice to have it on the background. It's a bit more advanced. Yeah, it's a bit more advanced, but it may be nice to have it on, you know, just so you can kind of, if you understand little bits of it and everything... Yeah. Um, another one I listen to is JavaScript Jabber. That's quite good for JavaScript, but again, that's probably a bit too for, for starting off. Yeah. Can I recommend one I listen to? Go for it. Um, DCRadioNetwork.com. I don't know. Ah, I knew you were going to say it. Yeah, I, I, this guy David Conley. He's um, he's basically a real real world freelance developer and an eccentric Scotchman. Um, <laughs> quite funny, you know. His his, his podcasts are, are a lot about web stuff and a lot about other things as well but it's certainly you know you never to, to those shows on there dcradionetwork.com and also um you know when you go down the line of looking at um php frameworks like code igniter and stuff he's uh he's done a lot of good tutorials as well on yeah another one i'd recommend yeah I, I listened to a couple of his uh following your uh your advice and yeah i thought they were really good actually especially the one you kind of uh blew my mind with that whole HMVC thing, which I don't want to scare the listeners today, but you know, that was a really good tutorial, I suppose. Yeah, I mean he's just he's just a kind of a kind of a normal bloke, you know, he just talks to you know, it's like yeah. talks like a human being, not like a, you know, he doesn't assume prior knowledge with anything, you know, he just it's just, it's more it's more of kind of a radio show that's geared towards web development, but you know, it's it's a good it's an interesting listen. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, one of the other things I was thinking of doing um for people, this is a feature of our weekly podcast or monthly, whatever it is. Is any like anything new, any plugins that people have found in the week that they want to rave about? Like, I know uh, PHP or anything. Just uh, I was thinking mainly JavaScript, PHP, but anything really, whatever. Oh, I know I used one yesterday that was good actually. Was that your Maps one? That was pretty. Uh, cool. No, that was last week. Oh. Um, jQuery BX slider, really, really good. It's a responsive, um, responsive image slider. Very good. Awesome. Oh, I'm more one is Nuvo Slider. Yeah, yeah Nuvo Slider is, is my go-to if, I'm, if I only have JavaScript Slider. Um, and yeah, that's, that's that's my go-to and my recommendation. Awesome. Can you just send a link for that and I'll put it in the uh, show so, notes? Um, can we try and dig one out? I'm going to give my recommendation. It's not it's not new or anything. It's probably been around for years. I've no idea. But I've just started using it this week. I know Ed's used something similar for years, but because of the way that my company works and the way that we commit code and stuff, I found this really useful. Um, and this basically, it just allows you to echo out PHP to the console. 
Okay. Oh, that's pretty fun. So, you know, if you need to just echo out a query on a live site, which we should be doing, obviously, but, you know, you could you could wrap that <laughs> I'd in. I'd be giving our listeners yeah. bad habits, yeah. Yeah, I know, it's, it's good. It's um, something which I never do, you could never do. Yeah, do what I say, not what I do. But I guess you could wrap that in a, you know, like, if my IP equals this, that yeah. kind of thing, yeah. and then echo it out. But to have that in your in your console is so useful, so helpful. Does that make um, IE explode like console.log does? Probably does actually, yeah, because i seven doesn't like that at all, does it? No. Oh no, no, it should, it should be alright actually. Oh really? Yeah, because it goes in the headers of the HTML. Yeah, that's that. This one actually should be good because it, oh, it doesn't okay. oh, yeah. log in. But as soon as you it doesn't like in the headers, as soon as you console dot log in IE seven, it just goes Bang. crazy. Yeah, there's no. Yeah. Yeah, we should maybe explain what what console is. Yes. Um, just to the users, it's, it's something that, that exists in your in your browser's developer tools or your external developer tools, and it's, it's somewhere that you can see what's going on. So what's going on with the web page? So it'll let you browse the DOM, which is the document object model. Yeah. Again, structure yeah. of the page and, and what have you. And there's there's a console in there as well, so you get all your JavaScript errors will come up in the console. Um, and then it's the, what we're talking about is is console.log. Which lets you basically for debugging, or if you're trying to work out where you are in, in, your, in your script at a certain point during dev, you can do console.log and you can say I'm in here, or you can console.log a value to see what a value is at a certain point during execution. Yeah, absolutely. I guess that's one thing we haven't mentioned, which, you know, pro- again, probably wasn't around, or I didn't know about it when I was learning, but web developer tools for browsers are just really, really helpful. They are lifesavers. Firebug. Firefox is, is my go-to. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I mean, to be honest now, I actually prefer Chrome developer tools. Um, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I love Firebug, but but now I think developer tools is, is better than Chrome. But and, and it ships with it, which is quite nice, whereas Firebug, I think you still have to have it as an add-on, don't you? Or else you can use Firefox's own one, but it's not that great. Have you guys quite, used um, yeah. Chrome Canary? No. Yeah, that's, that's a new browser that they brought out. It's supposed to be a lot quicker than Chrome. I haven't actually used it yet, but I did download it. Sorry, which browser is this? Google Chrome Canary. Okay, I've never heard of that. Because Chrome's using the Blink engine now, isn't it? It's not using WebKit anymore. Is, ah, that, is that right? Yeah. I noticed a few people said they thought it had gone slower or something. but Yeah, this is supposed to be really fast, this one. Oh, these are nightly out. Oh, this is cool. It's designed for developers and early adopters. Oh, so it's basically just uh, the early release version of Chrome, like a, a beta version of, of the new features of Chrome, I guess, is it? That is cool. Canary's design, blah, blah, blah. I'll get Canary on the line as well, I might check it out. To aid development and testing. Yes, yeah, so it looks like it's an advanced preview of, of the stable release of Chrome, maybe. Yeah, I think you might be right there. It's pretty awesome. So, um, probably coming towards the end of the podcast, so um, I guess we should talk about what we're going to be doing in future weeks. Um, Perfect. Other than the fact that I've just lost my notes. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Someone fill in the time for me. What's it like? well, should we talk about interesting projects that we're working on at the moment, just to kind of give people things an idea of of what we do to, on a on a day to day basis anyway, so good save. So, do it. Who's going first? I don't mind going first. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm basically working on a on a, a web app which is 
the, the agency that I'm working for, we're developing an iPhone app um, and there's going to be a web interface so that people who sign up and download this app can set up their own profiles essentially. But it's, it's sort of like a social networking thing. Like I guess everything is these days. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it basically allows people to, to log in um, and and they can build up their own profile and they can move bits around and kind of really style up the, their own profile in a, in a really kind of bespoke way. And it's just very, very JavaScript heavy. Um, it's it's been done in jQuery. Right? I, I want to get involved in um, some of the front end JavaScript frameworks because that's something I really want to get my hands dirty with at the moment. Um, but due to time constraints, we had to go with what we knew, and that was that was basically jQuery. So there's a lot of a lot of jQuery callbacks. Um, it's a really interesting project, but it's it's becoming quite a quite a behemoth at the moment. So it's it's yeah, it's it's keeping it busy. That sounds awesome, actually. That's yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. Lee? Um, well, one of the main things I've done recently is I've re- rebuilt my company website. Um, that's now that's now gone live. Um, I'm still still tweaking it, but it has gone live now. That's uh, cube-design.co.uk. Um, that's taken up a lot of my time this year. Um, and at the moment, um, working on sort of three or four different property websites for um, for pr- properties in London. That's um, a large part of what my company does is designing brochures and websites for for London properties and all that sort of stuff. So, always got plenty of those going on. They're always good fun to build. So, that's main, awesome. mainly what I'm what I'm doing. And I'm also in my own time um, trying to trying to build my own PHP framework as well. Um, don't know whether I'll actually end up using it, but it's uh, it's definitely a good exercise for anyone that's learning PHP if they want a, a practical example to actually try and make their own framework, which is something I suppose you get into a bit further down the line. Yeah, no, it's all, that's no, it's, I'm loving the selfie on the the key website. The what? Sorry, the selfie. What am I working on at the moment? Um, that's a really good question. Uh, to be honest, I've just built a standard e-commerce site. Whoa, that is one big thing that I should mention, but it's a bit advanced pro for this week. But one thing that I have come across this week, and I think you guys have probably used it before because I think you've uh, touted it before, but um, Stripe payment. That is yes, high five. Awesome. I, I use that for uh, first time this week, and it's so Did easy you get to use. use it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jealous. So, oh. Really... The API looks so freaking good. Yeah, yeah. Never um, thing. I mean, basically, for anyone out there who's never obviously done any development or you know never built an e-commerce site, a lot of people will use PayPal. But if you look at the documentation for PayPal, it's it's like a hundred pages long. And in fact, you probably only need about one page. You know, it, for it's basic just come stuff. to the UK as well, hasn't it? Yeah, that's right. That's, oh, that's why. It's so but good. Um, but basically, is it, is it essentially PayPal? In it's the- PayPal for, for developers. Yeah, it's like. It's a developer-friendly one. It's so simple. You just literally... The only thing I found is that you have to take... I don't know if you have to, but I think the one that I did, we took card details on-site. Uh, so obviously you'll need a SSL or whatever, security oh, certificate yeah, but- thing. But once you do that, you just literally send them the details and it literally sends you back this nice object with you know payment details that we went through. Yeah, all that kind of stuff, and it gives you a unique ID that you can obviously then pair up with your database entry. Yeah. Really easy to use. I think I, I had it all set up and running in about an hour, um, oh, having wow. never read the documentation before in my life. It's just so good, yeah, really good. So, but 
to our, you know our listeners, our thousands and thousands of listeners, don't worry about it yet. We'll we'll come yeah, on to your, this stuff later. But it's all just four of you, yeah, all four of you, which is four awesome. mums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a good. Way. If anyone's listening who uh, does know PHP quite well, definitely use Stripe. Check it out; it's really good. So uh, yeah, I've now found that email. So I think uh, on the schedule I've got, and this this could change by the way, people. But um, for next week, we we're gonna. I think the plan was to look at PHP a little bit more and get get our hands dirty, to use Fraser's term, and look into the code, get into it, and perhaps we'll go through some basic syntax, look at for loops, if loops, all the kind of essentials for uh, for learning PHP. Um, and then week three, we're going to, it's quite a step up, so we might have to review this and see if there, there might be an episode in between or two, but we're going to look at object-oriented programming. And this is the way that I think everyone should be programming now. Yeah. You know, even beginners, I think, should start with this. So, uh, and then, um, I'm not going to say week numbers anymore because these probably will change. But basically, a lot of topics we're going to cover are uh, MVC, which is like a what I call a design pattern and a and a way to structure your code to make it clean and um, reduce uh, code repetition. Um, JavaScript, we're going to look at that and libraries that you can use with that. They're probably the most popular one. We'll probably pick jQuery um, and something that Fraser touched on, which was uh, uh, front end JavaScript um, frameworks. So, and that's my favourite thing in the world at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, so we'll probably have a look at Angular Backbone. Perhaps we'll, perhaps each one of us will take an individual one, have a look at it, have a week to play with one, and come back with some feedback. That'd be quite a good idea. That'd be good because I've actually never used any of those. So I've only yeah. exclusively really used jQuery, to be honest. I've used Angular a bit, but um, yeah, but we'll we'll go through all that. Um, and then Lots for Angular are horrible, aren't they? Yeah, really are. Yeah. Because I look at the setup and it's like you have to install a testing platform or you have to use this dependency and this dependency and it's not yeah. just a case of just, just use this and do this and there you go. But Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and the other things I've got on there, we'll look at asset management, asset compression, um, SAS, less, more front-end kind of stuff. Don't yeah. forget, yeah, less, definitely less. less. Yes. Oh, you're less over SAS, are you? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Less is more, baby. Less is more. <laughs> Other topics we'll look at are Git. Um, we'll go through that whole Woo! version control thing, but this is way down. We don't want to scare the listeners right now. But by I'll the time, scare them all. yeah, all right. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, testing. We'll have a look at that PHP unit, which I've been using a little bit recently, which is pretty cool. And uh, also, uh, I think I've put later down the line virtual boxes and Vagrant. And that'll probably be... Yep, we'll I've probably started using it. that this week, thanks to Mr. But Mr. Man himself. Thanks, yeah, Ed. Mr. Man. <laughs> no worries, Blair. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's really great. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, like I say, don't be put off by that stuff. Hopefully, by the time we, you're, you're listening to them, you might have, and you'll have some experience with PHP and it won't be so scary. So uh, I think that is about it. Shall we wrap it up? Has anyone else got anything they want to add? Or Just we're all, um, we're all on Twitter. Yes, Twitter. Find us on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I am Michael Bud six, but it's Bud with one D. I uh, don't know why. Um, <laughs> why is that? I, I never understood. You could have. I don't know. I don't know. How is I did it, that. You, you screwed up your Gmail account with that as well. So I've just given out your Gmail account. Didn't realise that. That's stupid of me. Well, thanks for that. Yeah, that's great. Beat that. Beat that one out. I'm at L Sains Web Dave. Yeah, I'll put these all in the show notes as well. But uh, Ed, what are you? 
I'm at Ed, Ed Man. Two Ds, two Ns. Keeping it cool. Keeping it cool. <laughs> I'm at Fraser Hart Dev, which is F R A S E R, and then Hart is H A R T, and then D E V. Follow us all. We want more followers. Yeah, we should get a unified Twitter account. <laughs> well, so uh, we should. Career high of forty-two at the moment. Someone register free devs in the maybe. If someone can do that, um, and I'll put it in the show notes. Okay, I'll the race, the race, the race to do it. Yeah. So, uh, oh, is someone doing that now? Yeah, that's all right. No, I, I, I don't say if anyone's already doing it, but otherwise, I'd do it. Yeah, if you could do it, man, that'd be great. So I think that's it for this week. So uh, thanks for listening, and please listen again. This will get better, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> Cool. See you soon. Bye. 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 Where's the stop button?